it's okay to struggle with your identity. It's completely normal to not necessarily always know who you are. And it does get better, but you need to come to a place of acceptance and acknowledgement and you need to heal from your past traumas. It's important not to ignore red flags coming from yourself. And sometimes when we're associated with trauma and sometimes when we're, when we're comfortable with trauma, red flags feel like home. Welcome back. Thank you very much for tuning in to yet another epic episode of your favorite podcast of all time, Sakina Speaks. If you didn't know, now you do. Last week on Lockdown Chats, we had the amazing Chantel, and she was basically telling us and and sharing with us on the topic of self-love and a positive self-image. Thank you for joining me once again, Chantel. Super excited and grateful to be here again. (laughs) Yes. Can you just remind us of the the end notes from the previous episode so the previous episode just before you do um was just to share and to shed light on our experience particularly Chantal's experience with self-love and positive self-image we we really iterated in the previous episode that we struggled a lot with it and what were some of the key things that like triggered this and how we saw ourselves etc so in this episode we're just trying to remedy that situation and this is a help to us as much as it is to you if not even more because now we're learning from our past and we're learning from our mistakes and now we're going to speak about ways to to employ things that are going to help us in the long run to just love ourselves more and to in turn love other people more so so what are some of the things that we ended on Chantel? as far as i can remember we ended on the note of loving yourself first Mm -hmm. before um loving others because you cannot give what you don't have exactly i also remember you said quite beautifully that we need to be honest with ourselves honesty is the best policy and honesty with yourself is like one of the most important most fundamental things about self-love and just being a human being in general if you're not honest about what you're going through then you won't be able to help yourself you won't be able to remedy the situation and you'll just end up crumbling because whatever that you use or whatever that you put into place will not work for you so even in my case just like Chantal said a month before she discovered that, you know what, maybe I really do have an identity crisis and she faced the facts. I was also like, you know, maybe it's this, maybe it's that, you know, I'm just, nah, it's, it's hormones, it's puberty, it's this. But <laughs> the fact that I was evading the true like root and source of my problem meant that I was evading whatever the solution would be because I was trying to treat something else. It's like when people have like a chronic disease and they're out here trying to treat the symptoms because it seems like it seems, you know, but the core of it is a serious problem. And until you go to that doctor, until you sit yourself down, until you go to God and, and just lay yourself a bit and realize what the real issue is, then you're really not going to get anywhere. Exactly. You said it so well. Now, when did you realize that enough is enough? Like, when, when did you put a stop to your nonsense, like, proverbially, and just say, 
I need <laughs> to, <laughs> to get my act together and I need to start loving myself more because yes, I may be human. I may be imperfect, but there's a God that says that I am amazing. And this God created the whole universe. He's, yes. he's like proper amazing. I mean, amazing is not even good enough to describe him. God, and, and, and this God believes that I'm pretty cool. Yeah. Like, when did you reconcile that and just decide that, you know what, Chantal, it's time that you loved yourself too? So basically, it was a Friday, I remember, midnight morning, 2 a.m. Mm-hmm. I was having a panic attack. And my current situation is I'm not at home. I'm not in South Africa at the moment. I'm kind of stuck in a different country. Mm-hmm. So I had to call my mom because I didn't know what to do in that situation. I just felt I needed, you know, comfort. And after having that panic attack and after really just sitting down with myself and sitting down with God, I just went to God and I just said, God, I have nothing left because I had gone through that day like, I had gone through a really terrible argument with someone mm-hmm. and that was like my ex and then we broke up and it was really it was really bad and I realized that I don't love myself. <laughs> True. I realized that I was in a position where I had forgot my worth and I was putting everyone else before me and I was putting everything else before me but myself and that led to my panic attack and that's when I was like I can't be up at 2am in the night having panic attacks and crying and putting myself through this anymore like I can't it's not okay anymore and I think the breaking point for me actually was before that it was a week before that when I had cooked for everyone and I remember cooking for everyone and my friend was like oh you cooked for everyone um so did you enjoy the food and I sat there and I was like I didn't eat the food and he's like what you didn't eat so you put everyone else before yourself like mm. you you're starving now because I was like I'm so hungry and he's like but didn't you cook and he's like you're starving now but you cooked and you could have taken some for yourself and I was like uh, I didn't take any for myself and for me it's such a small it was so it was so small but it was really just a click like whoa yeah like, maybe you have a problem maybe you don't care about yourself maybe you're neglecting yourself and as I said that Friday morning I just went to God and I just I cried and I said I have nothing left like I have absolutely nothing Nothing left. I've been trying to chase an image. I've been trying to chase an identity. It's a standard and it's got me here. It's got me to a place of metallic emptiness. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. And I was so empty. And that was the breaking point for me. It was just like that feeling of absolute emptiness, like nothing could fill me. And it always was always like for me in my life, it always led back to Jesus. And in that point, I had been led back to Jesus. And that's when I was like, I can't continue like this. I can't. It was a form. I felt it was a form of abuse towards myself. Mm. Yeah. That's quite deep. A lot yeah. of us are abusing ourselves and we don't even know. Like, it's something that yeah. you'd, you'd overlook. It's something that a lot of the times, even in like our families, like our African culture, like you'll see that the mom will cook yeah. for everyone, will barely take a second look at herself, but will make sure that everyone is in tip-top shape and then forget to take care of themselves but i think society demands you know in inverted commas that mothers be absolutely selfless to the point of neglecting themselves which is wrong which is bad and so yeah even for ourselves like mother or no mother whoever you are it's not okay for you to neglect yourself as we said before um love your neighbor as you love yourself you can't give what you don't have so you went to jesus and what are some of the things that you did 
after that, like what are some of the tips that you can give us and you can give people who are listening to use in order to build that positive self-image of themselves and to build up that love for themselves? Personally, for me, one of the biggest things was I was very unkind to myself. I was very harsh towards myself. I was very hard on myself. And the thing I decided to do and the day I made up my mind that at the end of the day, it's just me, you know, Mm -hmm. I have myself and I have Jesus and I have to learn that this world is already cruel enough and I can't be the reason or add to the cruelty towards myself. True. And I just said, listen, I need to learn to be kind to myself. I need to learn to have grace towards myself. I need to learn to be merciful towards myself. And I need to learn that I'm learning. I'm going to make mistakes and I'm going to fall. And it's just coming to that acceptance that I'm human and I'm not perfect. And I let go of the need to control things. And I let go of the need to be perfect. And I let go of the need to have to live up to specific standards. I let go of the need to live up to labels that were placed on me. And I just said, God, like... I want to live up to who you have called me to be. And I just said, like, literally, I remember just saying to God, God, like, take my burden and give me yours. Yours is far much lighter to bear. And even now, well, I'm getting emotional. Like, (laughs) I literally, I just said, from that day, I haven't had, like, a panic attack. I haven't had anything of that sort because the burden I'm carrying is Jesus and his burden is much lighter. So actual, you know, physical tips I can give to you is just be kind towards yourself don't beat yourself up sit down evaluate the mistake ask yourself why you made the mistake ask yourself how you can do better next time and keep it moving forgive yourself Mm -hmm. one thing I've also learned is that you need to put yourself on the top of your priority list so if you haven't sewed into yourself in that day done something like at least one thing that you enjoy you know at least one thing that you love doing then I feel like for me if I haven't done that then I feel like I'm betraying myself because I do owe it to myself, you know, to at least do something I like, even if it's like a super busy day and doing something I like, maybe like showering and taking like extra Mm -hmm. 10 minutes in the shower, just extra, you know, pampering, even if that may be listening to my favorite song um, during the day because I enjoy it or like dancing. To do something that makes yourself happy. And also um, one thing that I learned is that I'm whole and content by myself and I don't need a crowd. And it's so crazy, but sometimes I would even like lay in bed and just like hug myself. I don't even know. Like, yeah, literally hug myself and physically remind myself, like, it's okay, it's fine. Chantal's okay, Chantal's fine, it's okay, you'll get through this, you know. And sometimes you need to be that friend to yourself because sometimes you're going to be alone and you're, you're not going to have that, and it's just going to be you and God. And God obviously will comfort you, but also you need to learn to be that source for yourself. And one thing I've also learned is, as I said, you can't give what you don't have. So, one thing that has helped me so much is going to God in the morning and really just surrendering everything, renewing my mind. And in his presence, I gain. And what I gain and what I have fulfills me. And throughout the day, if need be that I need to love someone, we always need to love someone, but if need be, I need to help someone or I need to give my extra attention to someone. I know I have it because I've gone to the source, you know, I'm still learning as well. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's really recent. That's absolutely like... That's big facts because just as we said before you you ended, if you don't have a source, like guys, like you can't just be 
good to people and just constantly be pouring out into people if you have nothing to give where are you getting this yeah. from and so that's why mm. i have like an unpopular opinion when it comes to to loving people i'm not gonna lie i'm very human as well and obviously if someone is constantly hurting yeah. you and, and betraying your trust and blah 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 the bible does say that yeah. if you're not welcomed at someone's house dust your feet and keep it moving but yeah. the fact that we are called to love and the god who we are meant to love like never gives up on us gives me the unpopular opinion that even if someone does you dirty like you still have to love them and it's not going to become a burden on them i mean on on you because it's not from yourself you're not constantly cutting pieces of yourself to give to that person you you're getting this love from a never-ending source and so when you look at it like that that's why by god's grace we are able to constantly forgive because the forgiveness is not coming from you you, it's it's not in your strength but it's by god's grace and it's for his sake and because he's limitless you're able to just constantly pour out into people until they realize or until whatever nonsense that is in them overflows and then the love of god just takes over so yes you're spitting big facts (laughs) ma'am yes Literally, like I read something today and it said, someone always told me better to be the one hurting than the one who hurt. And that spoke to me volumes. And I'm not saying like, as you said, we both have, we have the same opinion, very unpopular. Yes. But if you are going to live in fulfillment and if you are going to live in love for yourself, you need to realize other people's actions and what they do is not your responsibility. Your responsibility is how you act towards them. Your responsibility is how you respond and your responsibility is how you love back. And sometimes that doesn't necessarily mean giving them access to your life. Everyone deserves love, but not everyone deserves access. Mm-hmm. And one thing that's also like really like feed me is, as you said, forgiveness, walking in forgiveness. It's such a tiring and very burdening thing to walk in spitefulness, like to just keep throwing things at people because they've done you dirty or they did you wrong. Like mm-hmm. it's tiring at the end of the day and you touched on this like it's protecting your peace literally protecting your peace and when you protect your peace as i said you learn that other people's actions are not your responsibility so it's not your responsibility to be spiteful back your responsibility is your actions and how you react how you respond and what would work best for you and one thing that's always kept me going is that vengeance belongs to god not me i'm not going to take control of that because it's a mess why am I trying to take control of something God said belong him? It's his, it's not mine. So he will he will do what he needs to do. And my duty is just to pour out and love people and try my best, you know, to be a reflection of Christ. Absolutely. And it's so freeing. I, I literally literally and I and I don't speak from theory, you know, I speak from experience. People have hurt me and even recently, like I wanted to act and be spiteful and just scream and you know shout at them and just and the holy spirit just said no no just love and it's so rewarding so yeah in the moment you're like (laughs) yes you're human (laughs) but yeah again remember that you are a human being like if we were perfect sin wouldn't have been a factor right now like we wouldn't have been having these struggles but this is part of the journey and it's part of the process and so we need Mm -hmm. to remember that we're human beings and we're not going to get it right all the time and we might not even get it right at all but you know we have god's grace for that but we keep trying we keep it moving and just like chantelle said in other words your actions shouldn't be a reflection 
of other people's actions or their hearts, but it should be a reflection of your source. It should be a reflection of your heart and it should be a reflection of your maker. So don't project onto other people what they're projecting onto you. You project what you mm-hmm. you have to like you are reflecting what you are made mm-hmm. of. If you if you look at it like that, it makes it a bit easier. It's not gonna be easy because in that moment you're gonna react out of instinct. And if this person says your mama this, you're gonna automatically like get into fight one two yes. <laughs> you see another very, very important factor of just loving yourself and like reprogramming yourself to be a better person is to reprogram yeah. your mind, to think differently yes. and to, to see yeah. stuff differently. I agree. Renewing your mind constantly. And it's not easy. It's not easy. It's really not. Like it's really not. But it's so important to remember that at the end of the day, as Hina said, like it's a reflection of God's love, of who God is. And you need to reflect that. You need to reflect that. And that also ties in with identity because you're acting out of who he is, essentially who you are, because mm-hmm. you're in him. So if you're in him and he's in you, you're going to do what he wants. And yeah, that's... yeah, this journey is continuous. It's not going to look the same for all of us. But yeah. one thing that we do share in common is that it's rough, but it's worth it. it. Is. And it's rewarding because at the end of the day, you're going to constantly be becoming a better version of yourself. And hopefully by the time, you know, you depart, you will be the best version that you could have possibly been, which is my dream at least. So now in light of the journey that you've, you've already like been on and, you know, where you're going, are there, are there certain things that you regret or certain things that you'd like to change? Definitely. I think I wouldn't say regret because Mm. regret means I wish it hadn't happened. And in essence, if it hadn't happened, I wouldn't be where I am. But it is something I would have definitely wished I had already known. (laughs) 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 If it didn't happen, if it didn't happen, I, I didn't know that's why it happened. Yes. Or I wasn't listening to advice around me. That's why it happened. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I'd say regret. It's just, a, I don't know. Maybe. But they are things like I would have wished I had listened. For example, as I said, I, I turned a lot to um, relationships. I was very codependent on a relationship to validate who I was as a person. I really wish that I could have just jumped into who I was in Christ. And I wish I could have just listened to what God was saying to me and be firm in that and kind of just be, you know, when you're, when you're pure in something Mm -hmm. and you just, you just know I wished I was more secure in Christ like I wish I was more willing to to open my heart towards what he had in store for me instead of trying to do things my way and one thing would be you know entering relationships God had named and entering ungodly relationships entering things that essentially broke me really as a person really broke my heart and really planted things in me that were not meant to be there which is what now I'm dealing with and trying to allow God to remove and strip for me and also one thing I would say I don't know I'm a bit shaky with the word but Mm -hmm. I regret I would say I regret acting out of hurt because essentially I hurt people because I was hurt it wasn't something intentional 
intentional, but because I hadn't dealt with the hurt, with I wish that when these things popped up and when these things came came to my face and when I was face to face with them, that I didn't bury them. I acknowledged them, accepted them and went on the road of healing. Because if I did, I feel like I would have been further in my journey and I feel like I would have been a bit more firm in who I am. But because I didn't and because I just swept it under the carpet, it built up. You think you sweep something under the carpet and it stays there, it doesn't, it builds up. <laughs> yeah. And then when I need to deal with it, I'll deal with it. No, it builds up. When you come back, it will be more far more complicated to deal with I regret seeking validation from my friends and I regret giving into peer pressure that's something I regret like all of them I I, I also regret them I honestly do like if I if I could change if I could change the hands of time I would go back in time and I would not be that person but I don't think we'd have (laughs) I, I don't think we'd have the podcast I don't think I would have been friends with you. Yeah. I don't think, you know, like so many mm-hmm. things. Yeah. And when you look at yeah. it now, it's so beneficial to not mm-hmm. just to me or to you, but to so many people. I honestly, honestly don't think the podcast would have been a thing. I would have been reading like some really thick novel and just, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I was so serious. This podcast was, was a miracle. Like I was just sitting and then, I don't know, I was just, I think I was just praying about like my purpose or whatever. And then I, I just said this like small prayer. I wasn't particularly praying about my purpose then but I was just thinking about it constantly and then I said the small prayer and I think I remember the date it was the 9th of July 2018 and then I was like you know what oh yeah no no I didn't say anything this prompting within me this voice was just like start a podcast like start practicing whatever and then I did like like a holy spirit (laughs) yes and then I did like a few samples and I sent it to like family and friends which again like validation but again you know like I kind of had to get an opinion and then they were like wowed and everything and I was like oh okay so um maybe you know let's let's try this out I second guessed every single episode that I put out there. The response was always great every single time, but I just, to the very moment I published an episode, the moments after that, the moments after people listened, I was just like, but I don't think, and I think, and this is, and the editing, hear that, what, did you hear that mistake? Like, like what mistake? Like, you know, all of those things with lockdown chats, it's been a lot better, but in between lockdown chats and and 2018 there were a lot of times yeah. where i just took breaks in inverted commas that lasted like forever um the last break i took before i came back for this was nine months and my cousin was Hectic. like exactly and my cousin was like you little like schema like who takes a uh, nine month like hiatus and i was like you know yeah. what god was birthing this idea you know, I was wow. pregnant with this potential and it wow. came to pass. <laughs> so wow. here we are. Here we are. That's beautiful. That's like a testimony. And it's crazy because like, as you said, like you look at small things and you're like, ah, oh, this and this and this and this. But yeah, it's, I don't know. But ident- I, the thing with identity is it literally flows into every area of your life. Exactly. It affects every single thing in your life. And it's so intricate. It's so intricate to, to, to just know who you are and also know where you're headed. And sometimes you're not going to know every single step forward. But God always guides us. So mm-hmm. yeah, when you, know, when you know who you are, it's just natural. You'll just kind of be like, oh, I have a passion for this. So, you know, let me go with this because yes. it's in you. 
Yeah, defos. That's so crazy. And we wouldn't be here, like, if you didn't come back from your nine-month break. Exactly. Like... And it's so interesting how it was nine months. <laughs> like, I was also shocked. Like, I just, I just said that to her, like, and I was, I was joking. But when I thought about it, I was like, like, wow. Like, this was actually, nine like, nine months. months literally. Baby, literally. <laughs> like, guys. Yeah, no. You could be pregnant. God is Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Chantal, it has been amazing having you on the show. It's been amazing being here. I loved speaking. I loved sharing insights. So thank you for having me. You're welcome. It's it's been an absolute pleasure. I know the listeners are just so enriched and so enlightened by what you had to say. And it was, it was so relatable. And I really do hope that we all just grow beyond this point. And Amen. we just realize that, yo, we, we in this together and we need to support each other and to help each other. What, what is your, your last word for everybody and anybody who's struggling with their self-image and just loving themselves? I just want to like, just speak life, life into you guys, like people who are struggling with their identity. And I just want to reassure you that it's okay to struggle with your identity. It's completely normal to not necessarily always know who you are. And it does get better, but you need to come to a place of acceptance and acknowledgement and you need to heal from your past traumas. It's important not to ignore red flags coming from yourself. And sometimes when we're associated with trauma and sometimes when we're when we're comfortable with trauma, red flags feel like home. Mm. And it's so important to, even though sometimes the red flag may feel like home from yourself in terms of your actions, it's important to step back and not bury it. And I just want to say that dead bones will rise from your situation. Amen to that. Then God will birth an identity. It's already been birthed. You just need to step into it, you know. And when you step into into that identity, not even the sky is the limit. Like you have no limit. There's no limit to what you can do. And it's beautiful. It's become to knowledge of who you are. And you don't stop. You don't just stop and be like, I know who I am. Mm-hmm. Life is a journey, and you're constantly, constantly coming to a place of unraveling who you are and it's always like learning about who you are because we don't fully know who Christ is life is a journey of knowing who he is and as we know who he is we come closer to his glory and it's so funny when you feel you come closer to his glory you realize you're far from it (laughs) and literally that's just my (laughs) that's just my my encouragement that Dead bones will rise from your situation. Step into who you are. And literally, you know, the sky is not even the limit. You've got it. You've got it. Beautifully said. And to close off on my side, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening. Always, always a pleasure to be on here and to speak to you. Like I was exhausted when I started this recording, but it just gives you so much life and so much revitalization when you're doing that, which you believe God has placed within your heart. And it has come amongst and amidst so many troubles and so much self-doubt. But just like Chantal said, it's a journey and we need to keep moving. We need to keep trying and pushing to get to that point to not necessarily get to a point because there is no point. It's, it's all about the journey, not the destination. And so just keep, just keep striving to love yourself and trying and trying and trying. If it starts with one word of affirmation today and two tomorrow, no matter how little or how big 
the steps are that you take as long as you're taking a step forward that's all that matters so remember to love yourself and to always tap into your source because you are a reflection and representation of that which created you thank you so much for listening once again i am super super excited for what the future has to hold and i'm super grateful to god for all that we've gotten and how far we've come from taking nine month hiatuses to to pushing (laughs) for consistency every single week you know where it's at 6 p.m on friday that is sakina speaks o'clock remember to check me out on instagram that is sakina speaks underscore s-a-k-i-n-a-s P-E-A-K-S underscore to tell a friend, to tell a family member and make Sakina Speaks a household name. Sakina has spoken.